Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. Hey there, my friends. I am so glad that you've decided to join us. My name is Suge Burry, and the show is Him for Her Radio, H-I-M, numeral for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. How do I know this is a hot topic? Because this is on my heart. This is something that I brought to the forefront. I had invited our guest on because I've been following her for years. We have with mm-hmm. us Crystal Hill Hover. And Reagan Kramer is my sidekick co-host today. Thank you, Reagan, for joining us. It's great to be here, Shug. I'm so thankful that you're here. So let me tell you a little bit about Crystal. This is part two, just to let you know. Please listen into part one, um, where she got a chance to share a little bit about her past, about how she uh, became a felon. And today's show is called Felon. Hang on. Here it is. Felon. From Felon to Unstoppable Force for Good. From felon to unstoppable force for good. Ladies, if you've ever hit rock bottom and you think God's not going to do anything with my life, you got to listen to this show. doesn't matter if you're in prison, out of prison, in your home, exercising, doing laundry. I don't care what you're doing, but God can work powerfully in your life. So we're going to get right to it. We had talked to Crystal about her past, about how she's been arrested two times. Um, and gone into Shakopee Prison, was arrested over 30 to go to jail. And so uh, she shared about her felony convictions. And now we ended the last show. She had a choice where she could um, run from what was going on or deal with it. You were arrested, um, Crystal, and now you're heading to Shakopee Prison. Tell us a little bit about your experience there and what you decided to do with that time. Um, Sure. Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, so I you know I the reason why I decided that it was time for me to stop running uh, one of the reasons that promoted it was uh, my attorney had told me that I could go to uh, boot camp Mm -hmm. and I would be eligible for it which would get four years saved off my sentence what is boot camp Um, the challenge incarceration program so it's very intense it's kind of like the military but in in prison with people that have felonies. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but it's, you know, military style and it's programming from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day, six day or for six months straight. I can't remember off the top of my head all of the program, but, you know, you're at least in treatment for six hours of those days. You're in, you know, um, physical training. You are doing cognitive behavior therapy. You are in education and there's a bunch of other ones, but mm-hmm. it's solid, s- steady schedule, six months straight, routine, never changes, and you're with a squad. And it, it's teaching you discipline. I mean, I've gone in mm-hmm. to speak there many times at boot camp, and if something's out of line, they're on the floor doing push-ups. I mean, you know, so it's very much military style. Um, how, did that help you in your life? Tell us a little bit about the impact that that made. It saved my life. Mm. It did. In what way? It saved my life. Mm. Um you know, when I went there, I was so scared. I didn't understand why they were so mean to us because, you know, they were they the were officers. Really, yeah, <laughs> they were really mean, um, like more than I ever thought that they could be, that you could be in prison. And then, you know, a few months later, I figured it out. 
and they they literally just wiped us down and and tore us down intentionally Mm -hmm. and to build us up to 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 be something so much better so they were like a military sergeant is what I've witnessed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And they're trying to, to tear you down to rebuild you. And, and they do. Yeah. They, they do if you let them. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, if they don't pass boot camp, they go back to what's called general population. And then they have to make up the time that they had used in boot camp. So it's it's really not a good thing not to pass. But if you do graduate, what happens? Um. Well, you get... F- so after you complete the six months, if you get through the next year of ISR, intense supervised release, which is actually harder than the six months that you're in, in doing the, the, the military stuff, um, if you get through that, then you, know, you, you lose four years of your sentence. Wow. That's amazing. That's right. a huge impact. And you're thinking about Jaden at the time. Yeah. Your son. Yes. Yeah. Um, I knew that I could continue to fight my cases and or I could go on the run. If I fought my cases, it could we could it could get drawn out for two to three more years. Mm-hmm. They were very high profile cases. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could just go do my time and go through this boot camp, get four years off. And I would see him if I did this, I would be with him within the, in two years. Wow. And mm-hmm. if you missed part one, go back to listen to that, because we talk about how she delivered her baby in prison. Yeah. Um, and uh, during her incarceration, I should say, uh, she delivered it in a hospital, but um, during incarceration and what that experience was like. Okay, so now you've graduated. Um, actually, I met you in boot camp again. I saw you again in boot camp, and I did have the privilege of baptizing her. Um, and we've actually baptized over 600 women up in Shakopee Praise Prison the Lord. over all the years. Um, but I was privileged to have been able to baptize her as well. Yeah. Um, so you decided you're going to get your life on the road. You're going to clean up. Uh, you know, it's boot camp is hard. You got to be determined. But you know what? I'm not surprised that you uh, passed out of there without any issue because this woman, she is a doer. She is unstoppable mm-hmm. when she gets her mindset on something. So what happened after you graduated? What did your life turn out to be like? <laughs> Um, so my life, you know, I went, when I got out, I went straight into treatment. I went straight into RCCS treatment program. What does that stand for, RCCS? Um, restoration. <laughs> Counseling. Counseling. <laughs> Counseling. Community services. Community services. That's right. Good job. <laughs> and at the time, it was, you know, the best treatment program that I've ever been in. And I've been in quite a few treatment programs. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there... In in CIP, I learned I I learned how to um, live life right, but that was behind bars. And I that got was all boot these camp. Yeah, yeah I, mm-hmm. I got to I could figure it out, but that was I was mm-hmm. inside these walls. Yeah. Well, at, it's a way different when you're not inside those walls. Um, RCCS gave me the tools to do that. But at the time there, I not only was going to treatment and living in treatment, I I started enrolled in school full time for my bachelor's in business. I started working um, whatever hours I could work. I worked at um, Hidden Treasures Thrift Store. I attended four meetings a week and, yeah, and, and made my curfew. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> determined. You're a determined woman. Uh, when I graduated five months later, I moved into South Minneapolis, and I uh, was working two different jobs. I was working a midnight job, complying with ISR, doing everything I needed to to do, including going to school. Uh, as soon in in May after I had graduated treatment, I my is pretty much when I I feel like my life has started taking a, a big turn. Um, I met I met a man named Todd Belmore, and I was introduced to him to find housing because you know here's July mm-hmm. coming up. I'm mm-hmm. going to have my year. I'm going to get my son back from Ohio. I need a place for us, and I was introduced to Todd through um, my friend Amy Sensor. 
for some housing. So mm-hmm. my goal was I'm going to get a place so I can get my kid back in July. I can go get him. And when, when I met Todd, he saw or showed me a place, but he, he didn't think it was a safe place for me. And he offered to redo his basement of his, you know, half a million dollar house and refinish it. And he also, you know, we go get, I go get my kid and I could raise him there. It'd be like our starter place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the same time, he offered me to go all in with him and quit my other two jobs and become his personal assistant and, uh, and handle his property companies. That is amazing. You know, this is a guy you don't know. Yes. And so as a mom, the first thing I'm going, what do you mean you're living in his basement? What do you mean he's going to give you a job too? So, so you get a little concerned, but the great news is, is that he got this, mm-hmm. like he loved Jesus and he wanted to help you in any way possible. Isn't that right? He told me that God told him that he was that I was the one, not the one, like the one I'm going to marry, but I was the one that was going to help him with the things that he needed the help with so he could get himself together. And, and and he was to take care of me and my kid. Mm. That is, that is what he is supposed Mm. to do. And if you talk to him to this day, he'll tell you the same Mm. thing. Yeah. Um, So you were, it's like you were a new creation. Yeah. And you, because you did also, you got baptized the second time you were in prison, correct? I did. And then Todd, he introduced me to like I, I my relationship with Christ really began th- with Todd. You okay. know, he brought me to mm-hmm. church. Um, he, uh, I, I met a family, a, a second family, and we started. Um, okay, so I won't talk about that yet. <laughs> I got my son back. You know, and yes, that was, I went to Ohio, I got my son, and I brought my mom back, and she came back and she went into treatment. Yeah. So that was. Like all this happened in just a very short period of time after yeah. meeting him. And a shout out to your mom, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, mom, what's what's her first name? Cammy. 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 I love yeah. that name. Cammy. Way to go, helping your daughter with Jaden, and then also uh, coming back here to stay. And you guys had a unique time together when she came, right? Yes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. So you were talking about uh, how this guy that we didn't know, but he clearly said that you know this is God's calling for his life that you were the one. Um, and, and what happened after that? So now you're living in his home. He's remodeled it. Your son is there. Your mom came back to the Twin yep. Cities as well. And what is she doing back here in the Twin Cities? Well, so that time she went to treatment. She did treatment and she did really well. And she ended up going back to Ohio. Um, and during the time she went back to Ohio, we lost my brother. Mm. So a year later after losing my brother, actually, um, last Thanksgiving, I tricked her to come up here for Thanksgiving for a week. And mm-hmm. I had already had lined up treatment for her. And um, if she wanted it, it was, she it was there. Yep. And and she did. She took it. She's, she didn't go back to Ohio. And she's been here. It's almost has a year of sobriety coming up. Oh, congratulations, oh, mom. Yes. Cammie, way to yes. go. That's hard to do. Way to go. Yes. I'm so proud of you. Great, uh, great, great. Okay. So now he tells you you're the one. Um, and, and you decided to, I just want to backtrack for a second. You had mentioned to me um, earlier that you got your GED in prison. Is that right? I did the first time. Yep. And so now you're out of prison and now you want to further your education. Is that correct? More than anything. Yeah. And why is that? I mean, you went from dealing drugs, living on the streets. Why did you want an education so bad? Truth. Mm-hmm. When I was in boot camp, my CPT told me that. What is I, the CPT? The, the therapist that's with the squad for mostly all the time, the okay. smart one behind the squad. <laughs> she told me that I needed to take all of all the business the sense and my intelligence that I showed her that I needed to take it and I needed to run a business and I needed to do that. So I did. Um, So I think that's so interesting that you had someone behind you that believed in you in Mm -hmm. prison. On staff at Chocopee. Yeah, that gave you the encouragement to go do that. She wasn't the only one. 
That's Sir amazing. Feldstein was too. Yes. Mm. And I see God, those are God promptings. Oh yeah. I mean, God's hand is all over this thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and just for our women out there listening, we all need that. Mm-hmm. All of us who sometimes feel like we're in the pit, someone just to encourage us and tell us they see something in us. And like you're yeah. special, like Shug said to you the first time she met you from the first show. And that gives us the, the strength in Jesus Christ to do those things that he's called us to. Amen. Yeah, it's such a good story. If you're just tuning in, ladies, my name is Shugbury. This is Him For Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. Find us at himforher.org, H-I-M number for her.org. And listen to all the other shows that we've done. This is a donor-supported show. So if you guys like it, we can bring more to you. Click that donate button. But we have the unstoppable Crystal Hill Hover here with us today. She went from felon to unstoppable force for good. Okay, so now you're all turned on to education. You're listening to the promptings God's given you. Mm-hmm. Then what happened in your life? Well, tithing, doing all of it. Um, so, uh, you know, Todd had saw where I'd been living at. And when it, he saw the sober house that I'd been living at, you know, he was just like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. How how do you do this? And I'm like, you know, it, it's the hardest thing in the world to live like that. It's almost like a setup. Um, and he asked if, if, he, if he got bought houses, if we bought houses. Yeah. <laughs> If I could, if we could make them sober houses and I could run them and I told him yes. Wow. So, so that's what we did. And he's with A1 Appliance, friends. Go visit him. He's in St. Paul and... Uh, Anoka. Anoka. Mm -hmm. I want you guys to purchase from this guy. I mean, how amazing. Now, how many homes are you guys running? Um, we have five. Five sober homes Whoa. in the Twin Cities area. 48 all, residents. All because this guy believed in her and he had a vision as well. Um, and how is that going? Um, it's it's going it's going great yeah i don't know we we stay at even through covid we're staying at almost full capacity which is awesome you know the people that come in our houses we we have buses of that we can take them to church we you know supply transportation to church we um give them food for church uh, so we're we've brought so many people to jesus you know wow. that's the other thing i wanted to say how do you is, do that <laughs> in the house so september um the first September I had known him uh, at one of the services, Pastor Eric had had said he wanted to bring us to bring as many people as we could with us the next mm. the next one. So Todd decided, well, I'm going to go buy a bus and we are going to do this, right? Oh. And so he ended up buying like four buses. He doesn't mess around. Four I love buses. this guy. <laughs> I got to meet him. Todd, hats off to you Wait, with you, A1 Appliance. But ladies, like we were bringing between, you know, 18, 150 people to church with us every Saturday for wow. almost a year. And, you know, Easter of 2018, we had 352 people oh, show up to Elk River service. Wow. Yeah. I love it. So, and it's called, your your sober homes are called? One Love Housing. One Love uh-huh. Housing. And you, do you take donations? Sure do. Yeah. And, <laughs> and how, how can they find you? Keep them coming, please. <laughs> yep. How can they find you? Um, you can visit us at www.onelovehousing.com. Okay. So you are unstoppable. I, I'm yeah. so. I really want to share the gym. Oh, please. I was just yes, kidding. Yes, please. It's, it's, look at, look please. at people. It's on my notes right here. I was getting to the gym this next. This is so cool. Yeah. Okay. So tell us about the next adventure you were on. Well, so I guess I want to relate this to God. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, so I haven't just had Todd in my life. There's this other amazing man that's been like a father figure to me since the day I got out of prison. His name's Paul Kusterman. He is the founder of RCCS treatment. Um, he's also, he's also my business mentor. Um, 
and really good friend. Mm. He, you know, saw me the day I got out of prison and he's kind of followed me since I graduated. And, you know, two years after that, we had, he had asked me to go skydiving and I did. And I remember him saying on our way back from skydiving, you know, keep doing school and you should think about being my successor. And of course me, I'm just like, "Ah," you know, are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, like that can't happen. Well, I, you know, a year later I was struggling really hard, um, in some relationships. My brother had just died and I, you know, contemplating change and I, I reached out to him and talked to him about it. And he goes, well, you know, I got this idea and he uh, shared with me his vision for this recovery gym and which is now called the Twin Cities Recovery Gym and Wellness Center. And I was all for it. I, I, I wish I could have been the one to come up with a vision like that because it was just, it's unique. There, there isn't one. Right. Yeah. Um, so he offered me to be his partner with that and, um, and owner. Yeah. actually offered me ownership. So we do this, Mm -hmm. we get this gym going, um, up and running. It's, uh, open November of last year. Well, then we had COVID happen. That darn COVID. <laughs> it's wrecking everybody's plans. Yes. So COVID happened. You know, we were in a really um, crappy deal at, with the lease. There, there was no way that we could stay there and, mm-hmm. and through the shutdown and, and not go bankrupt. So, you know, we closed down. But we are now, uh, we are now reopening. I, I don't have that date. Hallelujah. We mm-hmm. are working with two possibly three other organizations to do this Um, right yes how can people stay tuned i know i know i know okay you go to (laughs) himforher.org and when you guys are up and running you send me a a logo and i'll link it to the gym and then you guys can find it and know exactly where it is how does that sound that's awesome yeah yeah that's so amazing so that's going to be called twin cities recovery gym and wellness center right yes Awesome. Keep us and and ladies, I'll keep you posted as well. Do you have to be an addict to work out there? No, no. They take everybody, anybody and everybody. Come yes. on in, work so out. Yes. Yeah, people can make connections that way too. So, did you know your husband through all of this? When did you meet him? <laughs> um, your sweet I, husband. So, he says that we met each other in two thousand one when I was like selling a lot of drugs and stuff I don't remember that but so we met in 2001 but I don't you know recall this last time we met um we met right after my brother had died Mm. shortly before um I talked to Paul about the gym Mm. got Mm. it yeah he actually um was kind of brought into me and Todd's life to kind of help us with what we had going on and we had you know we I just knew he was the one Mm. he just was it love at first sight Crystal It was so weird. It was like, (laughs) it was like he was me, like a guy version of me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the way he thought and, you know, he'd been through boot camp too. We have very similar stories and God, he just supported everything about me. And all he wanted to do was just help me get better. He brings out the best in you. He does. Mm. He sure tries to. I just have been following you on social media. I Really, since you've left prison, I, mm. I'm not a stalker, I swear. But, <laughs> but you know, we've been um, Facebook friends for a while. And, and I follow her in the wedding and her son and everybody together. Okay, so this is what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, you're going to school full time. And I'm looking at, uh, you know, I'm looking at your grades that you're posting on on Facebook, and they're like straight A's. Like this gal is super sharp. And did you end up getting your degree? 
Yes, I did. Okay, so you got your degree with a 4.0. In August. I mean, you know, I uh, wasn't a felon and I didn't come out and have to deal with it. And I did not get a 4.0. I did try hard, though. I did get a double degree, but hats (laughs) off to you. And then the other thing is um, now you're running a five-home sober living where there's 48 beds going to school, being a mother, the Twin Cities uh, recovery mm. gym and wellness center. You guys, you are unstoppable, Crystal. Unstoppable. I have another thing I would love to share. Yeah, I do. So I had stated earlier, um, Todd and I were on this mission to bring as many people to Jesus as we could. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't, we haven't been taking buses to Elk River on Saturdays nearly as much as we, we were because we've had an opening, a Brooklyn Park church open, and now we have a North Minneapolis church. Um, but the great awesome thing about this is we are able to give away food mm. every Saturday in North Minneapolis to uh, I What's mean, the name pro- of the church? Um Free Grace United. Free Grace United. And what road is it on? It is fourteen twenty three Lowry Avenue North. Awesome. And, and then where's the other church? Um, Brooklyn Park at Bolero Bowling Alley in Brooklyn Park. Okay. That's on Sundays. Awesome. We don't have the food drive going on there, but the one in North Minneapolis. And let me just tell you how cool this is. It's this, uh, Todd donated this building, the old A1 appliances to the church. Wow. You know, it's an appli- old appliance store, which we've turned into a recovery church. Uh, and um, we pass out food. So Wow. Make food for people to eat and invite anybody that wants to come off the streets. You know, even if they don't stay for service, it's it doesn't matter. And who's the pastor there? Pastor Mike. Pastor Mike. Mike. <laughs> I want to meet you, Pastor Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so not only are you so busy, full-time school, graduating, son, family, uh, recovery church, gym, you know, all this other stuff. But you're leading people to Christ and feeding mm-hmm. them. I mean, you are unstoppable, Crystal. Mm-hmm. This is why I wanted to have you on the show. Ladies, I want you to understand that it doesn't matter what pit that you have found yourself falling into. God is there with you. And you might not feel him with you, but he is there with you. He gives you God promptings. He brings people alongside you. Um, you know, he loves you so much. And so don't ever forget that. You are not alone, that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Um, Crystal, as we end, could you please share um, just for a moment um, any words of wisdom for our listeners and the communities and what they can do to come around felons? Hmm. That's a good question. Well, what they can do to come around felons? Mm-hmm. I, what I would love to see is for people to just be more inviting. Like my, how I feel, everybody deserves a second chance. Mm-hmm. Like if it wasn't for the second chances I've been given, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And I think that we should focus more on giving second chances than being so quick to judge on what somebody's done or, or hasn't done. I really wish employers, I I, I wish that more businesses would hire felons. Yeah. I, I hate it. I, I'm not going to have a problem getting a job because I just spent four years getting a degree. But, you know, a lot of people can't can't do that. Mm-hmm. Even if they wanted to, they can't sit and get a four-year degree, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, the hardest thing I see, like with the girls coming out and had being one of those at one time, and the girls in sober housing and the men, is jobs. And finding housing. That's well, that's the number one. I'm so proud of you number guys. Number one do housing. Times. And there's yeah. not many houses for women. And by the way, I want you to go to one lovehousing.com. One O N E lovehousing.com. Donate. Help them out with these sober homes. 
Uh, Him for Her Ministries also does that as well. We have one. And I tell you, I'm pulling my hair out sometimes with one. So I don't know, Crystal, how you do five. But, um, you know, it is a blessing. It's needed. If it were easy, everybody would do it. But we definitely need people to come alongside and rally behind. Um, Crystal, you're just such a blessing to have come on, Mm -hmm. shared your story, shared your journey. Um, You know, how can we be praying for you coming up? Um, I am. I am. I'm struggling right now. Mm. Um, life is hard with um, Jaden, my son. He, the the distant learning. The, it's it's difficult to have your own stuff going on when you mm-hmm. don't know if the kids are getting sent home for two weeks because somebody tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still getting my master's. I you could pray for peace for me. Oh, we will, we will, and let's do that right now. We have a quick moment. Father God, I thank you so much for um, what you've done here today, God. This is a real story. This happens to real people. And uh, Lord, it could be our daughters. It could be our sisters. We could be a mother um, of someone who's struggling as well. And and we know that you can go from felon to an unstoppable force for good. Lord, I pray over Crystal Hoverhill. I thank you so much for using her mightily for your good works. And thank you, Lord, for Reagan Kramer coming on. And if you don't know Jesus Christ, would today be the day you say yes? In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, ladies, this is Shugbury, and I'm the host of Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. I am so glad that you have found our show amongst the millions of podcasts that are out there. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, would you please do me a favor? Like it, rate it, thumbs up. We're on YouTube as well, so don't forget to find us there. You can watch our guests also. Please subscribe so you don't miss a show. We also have started Him for Her Crazy Testimonies. And each of our guests that we have on the show shares their personal testimony, how they received Christ in their life. This is Suge Burry. You know I love you. Over and out.